And now, it's time once again for the show that gives glorious voice to 25 million business owners across the fruited plain. Radio Free Enterprise with Frank Felker. Welcome back to Radio Free Enterprise. I'm Frank Felker. I'm really excited to welcome our next guest to the show. Jane Tabachnik is the author of Publicity for Introverts, and she was named one of the top 100 people online by Fast Company Magazine for her work as a digital public relations strategist. Jane teaches savvy authors and heart-centered entrepreneurs, as well as introverts, how to gain visibility and instant expert status. She's also the creator of Easy Author One Sheets and Instant Press Room. Jane Tabachnik, welcome to Radio Free Enterprise. Hi, Frank. Thanks for having me. I'm very excited that you're here, Jane. You and I have known each other sort of virtually for a period of time. Uh, we're both uh, members of an online group that uh, collaborates and does a lot of fun things together. And ever since I first became aware of you, I've been wanting to uh, get you onto Radio Free Enterprise and share your knowledge and experience with my listeners. And when I heard about your upcoming book, Publicity for Introverts, I thought, you know, that's a very powerful concept. It's a great title, but it's a it's a powerful concept um, that I wanted to dive into with you. So, Jane, where did the idea for publicity for introverts come from originally, and what kind of people can you help? So I've been working with entrepreneurs, small business owners, professionals, authors, one-on-one and in group situations for a while now. And what I noticed, and it took a little while for me to absolutely solidify my understanding of this, but what I noticed on an ongoing basis with a number of different clients was that they really had an interest in doing publicity and getting more visibility, yet they also had a resistance. They saw the value of getting this visibility, but something was holding them back. And while there were nuances in what was holding them back, what I finally came to understand was that a number of these entrepreneurs and professionals were introverts or had an aspect of introversion to their personality. So they had a conflict about doing publicity and getting visibility that they knew would take their business to the next level. So I then had to figure out the best way to work with them and to help them work with their unique personality and feel comfortable doing PR so that they could have the success that they were looking for. So it was a little bit of a process in figuring that out, but now I have a a really strong process for it and it's been working really well for my clients. So who can that help? You know, it can really help anybody. Um, You know, and I I would say, when I say anybody, I really mean that whether you're in business for yourself or whether you are an employee who's about to look for a new job, I think self-awareness and understanding what you need to do and what you what stops you is really key to succeeding. And figuring out either what I do in my process, figuring out exactly not only your own, what I call your unique PR persona, but what it is you're not willing to do, what you're absolutely so uncomfortable with no matter what, you won't do it. So those come off the table. And then of the things, the strategies and tactics that you're willing to do to be self-promotional, to get more visibility, to get in front of your ideal audience, how to be even more comfortable doing them. So it can be building your skills, 
building your understanding of what is involved and what the common practices and accepted best practices are, as well as um, practicing, because practice builds that confidence, and there's nothing like that confidence to really help you be comfortable doing it again and doing it without that resistance or with minimal resistance. That's great. I mean, it's it's very important work that you're doing, Jane. I would say that, I don't know, I couldn't put a figure, a a percentage figure on it, but the vast majority of small business owners or uh, professionals that I have worked with, I would think fit the definition or at least the description that you've just given. Somebody who's really great at what they do and committed to working hard and bringing a lot of value to their clients, but they just don't feel real good about sort of tooting their own horn or patting themselves on the back. And um, and they just don't, but they know that somebody needs to do it. Somehow they need to get the word out about the value of the services that they offer. So I congratulate you with that. How did you, you were talking, you, you've learned this and sort of hit upon this through working with um, clients. How did you originally get involved in publicity and public relations? Yeah, my story is a little bit of a roundabout route. My first career was as a fashion designer. I sometimes tell people I'm a recovering fashion designer. And um <laughs> It was great, and and it, I spent 15 years in the fashion business as a designer with my own collection or a number of different collections, as well as working for some other fashion designers. And mostly in my own business, in my own design business, I had had to do my own promotion, my own marketing, my own everything. It was, you know, I was working on a shoestring and was basically a one-person band. And like many entrepreneurs or many startups. And so I felt very confident that I had great designs and that I just needed the right people to see them. And I was having trouble getting in front of my target audience. In that case, it was the buyers for the stores and uh, boutique owners and, you know, some high profile clients who might wear them and that is one way, as you sometimes see on the red carpet, to get designers noticed. Oh, sure. Mm-hmm. So I, I had tried a number of marketing tactics and sending them cute flyers and photographs and different things, and I really wasn't getting much traction. And then I opened up Women's Wear Daily one day, which is the basically the Bible for the industry, and I thought, aha, I need, I need to get in here. I need to do some publicity and get in here, and that will put me in front of everyone who I need to be in front of. So I started trying to do some PR and was just getting the hang of it. And I had the good fortune to meet someone who was basically my mentor in learning PR. Mm -hmm. And once I had two conversations with this mentor, everything gelled. And the next press release I sent out made it into Women's Wear Daily. My designs actually were featured with a lovely photo and it was like like you could hear the music the heavens yeah. opened and the phone started ringing i mean literally it sounds it sounds cliche saying it but you know buyers started reaching out to me and the ones who didn't who i was interested in having you know having them see my designs and carrying my line took my calls they recognized my name when wow. i reached out to them which they hadn't before so it was absolutely a game changer and it was the credibility, you know, that third party credibility that you get from the media and 
they no longer ask how long I'd been in business or, you know, what kind of line of credit I had. The kind of crazy questions <laughs> they used to ask me. I used to think I'm going to put money out to create the clothing that they're going to carry and not pay me back for maybe six months. And they're questioning my credit, which is the way it worked in those days. And it, maybe it's worse now. But so those questions were just off the table. And that's what media coverage or visibility can do for you. That credibility just seems to make a lot of the question marks go away. You're instantly credible. You're instantly an expert and you're instantly uh, reputable. And it's interesting that the sort of the energy flow turns around 180 degrees instead of you scrambling and desperately trying to get people to, you know, you're reaching out and calling them and trying to get them to answer the phone. Instead, the energy's turned around the other way and they're picking up the phone and calling you. Yes, it's a lovely thing. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the fish jumping into the boat. Uh, it is a tremendous power that uh, third party validation and credibility through the media that can have on any brand, uh, personal brand or a, or a corporate brand. So I take it you at some point decided to uh, get out of fashion design and get into public relations. Exactly. So when I decided that I was ready to move out of the fashion business, I took stock and thought, well, what else have I done? What else can I do? And I realized that the marketing and PR that I had done for my own business and a little bit for some of my clients was really where I had the most fun and success. So it seemed like a natural transition. And so that's what I decided to focus on. And shortly thereafter, I discovered the Internet. And I thought, this is going to be the best <laughs> tool for promotion. I was, I, you know, I, I became this geek. I'd never really been geeky before. And all of a sudden, I was really hooked and peeking under the hood of technology and saying, gee, what can we do with this? <laughs> like this internet thing is going to be big, I'm telling you. <laughs> yeah, buy some stock. Yeah. All right, so you, you got involved there uh, with the PR and publicity and the internet and so forth, and then you began running into client after client after client after client who knew that they needed this power, the same thing that had happened for you. Uh, but they were resistant because they were, you know, they just didn't, couldn't feel comfortable about it. After all the people you've spoken with, could you put your finger on, I know there's a lot of different things, but if you could put your finger on the number one reason why introverts avoid publicity, what do you think that would be? Oh, that's a good question. You know, I personally believe that there is not one introvert personality, there are different flavors, just like there are also extroverts and ambiverts and mm. different variations with an introvert. That said, I think the biggest challenge is having to be around people and um, possibly engage in small talk or, uh, you know, different kinds of interactions that drain energy because the misconception that some people have about introverts is that they're shy. They may not want to do public speaking or be on camera. And that's not actually the case. That's not the true definition of introvert. It's really about where you get your energy from. You know, extroverts get their energy from being around people and chatting, being the center of attention at a party, whereas introverts really get their energy being on their own or in very small one-on-one -on -one type situations. That said, 
uh, whether it's your introvert personality uniquely or whether it's how you perceive being an introvert, being shy or being shy publicly or on stage or on camera is often part of how people perceive that. And, you know, for me, it doesn't matter. So, the Mm -hmm. you know, it's not about labels. I think that's one of the important things that I always say. It's really about identifying your own unique personality or when I work with clients, I call it identifying your own unique PR persona and figuring out what works for you and what you're absolutely not willing to do. And there are certainly enough PR tactics and strategies that you can find things that either you're comfortable doing now or that you're able to build skills to become comfortable enough without really going out onto that, you know, that limb that's too far out there that you're going to avoid it, you know, with everything, with every ounce of your being. (laughs) Right. You won't do it no matter what. No matter, wild horses. (laughs) Right. At the point of a gun, you won't do it. So can you give me an example maybe of uh, somebody, doesn't have to be a real life example, but just some way that we can see what you're talking about where someone is not willing to do one particular thing, but then you were able to find a way or possibly they would be able to find their own way to being comfortable to do something else that might be equally as effective for them from a publicity standpoint. Sure. So I actually have a client who um, has... um, some health issues and sometimes has those, um, you know, brain hiccups, shall we say. So sometimes um, it's not necessarily stage fright, but just has these little memory lapses. So being on camera would be a little bit too much pressure doing a live interview, say being on the Today Show would just be too much pressure in case one of those little mind hiccups happened and and they froze. Mm -hmm. And so that was off the table. So they were comfortable doing radio. They were comfortable being live as long as they could have some notes in front of them, just some bullet points that could jog their memory in case that little brain hiccup happened. Oh, that makes sense. They could do a restart. So for them, that was a really easy shift. So we were able to work with their strengths and put them in a situation where the stress would not be overwhelming. You never want to be in that situation when it's live, when they can't go back and edit it. And God, not just was- for you. It's, and I just want to say this. It's not just about not embarrassing yourself, which, of course, we all prefer not to do. But you don't want to do it at the expense of a major media outlet. They're going to remember that. And they're going to talk <laughs> with their peers. And, you know, it's not it's not a good thing. Mm-hmm. So... So working with, uh, with this client's strength and with anyone, that's really how you want to figure it out. You take the things off the table that are absolutely a no-go and then figure out what you are willing to do or are willing to do once you have some training and you've built some skills. Because I honestly believe that building skills builds confidence. We're not necessarily going for perfection, but you know, the more you do something, it becomes like a well-oiled machine or a trained muscle and you can do it kind of with your eyes closed, so to speak. So you're more comfortable doing it. And, and, you know, doing something successfully gives you the confidence that you can do it successfully again. So, so I'm reading a book right now called Mastery. And it it's, talks about people like Einstein and the Wright brothers and Leonardo da Vinci and 
Mozart and all kinds of people who we just think were born masters at whatever they do. But the author shows time and time and time and time again, no, they weren't born masters. They were born with certain talents and exceptional abilities, but they honed those abilities over time and they did their apprenticeship and did as uh, as a musician would said uh, would say went out to the woodshed and did their practicing and um, I'm sure the same thing is true with this uh, area for people who need to improve uh, their their ability to feel comfortable with publicity absolutely so if somebody is listening today and they, they're like yeah that's me Jane's talking about me I know exactly what she's talking about and uh, but yet, and they also know that the publicity is something that could be very valuable for them. And they just don't know what to do next. Do you have a couple of like initial steps that anybody could do to try to get this situation turned around? Sure. So the first thing I would say in a general sense is you want to get educated on what PR really is. So what kind of formats journalists use and the way that the media works. And there's a ton of information on the internet if you just research like how to write a press release, for instance. Um, you can find that kind of information. I have a blog at janetabatchin.com where I post tips or stories of how people have used PR in their business. So, uh, you know, that's a good way to get started. And there are a number of other people who write about the topic that you can follow who give out some really great free tips you can also take a course on it or work with a coach. You know, you can uh, work one-on-one -on -one or in a group setting with a coach to not just learn what the PR rules and formats are, but also to come up with your uh, pitch or story ideas, and everyone's got them. And, that, and, you know, that's basically taking what you do and how you do it and turning it into an interesting story that will resonate with the audience and it's not a, an advertising pitch. And sometimes that takes a real mind shift. And it can take a while to understand the difference in that. But once you get that, that's golden. And also learning how to write great headlines because writing great headlines is basically the key to almost everything that you do. It's it, That and sales, I think, are two of the best skills that you can have. Because if you don't, if you can't write a great headline, a journalist is not going to read your pitch if you send them an email pitch. If you send out a press release, if it doesn't have a great headline, it may not get written. If you're emailing your customers and it doesn't have a great subject line, they may not open it. So that's really, uh, those are really key skills. Um, you can also hire people to do the work for you. You can outsource pieces of your PR or you can outsource all of it. So there are a lot of options that you have open to you. And, you know, for me, uh, one of my favorite sayings is that publicity happens when preparation meets opportunity. So <laughs> it's also just being aware of opportunities. And, you know, there are a couple of great free resources that I'd like to mention, such as Harrow or Help a Reporter Out and SourceBottle.com. And those are basically matchmaking services where journalists who are working on a story are seeking you. They're seeking someone who's an expert to give them a quote, a case study, some thought leadership, some statistics. And what I love about it is that it's free. You don't have to come up with a story idea or pitch the journalist. And if they do go with your with you as the expert, the story is going to run very quickly. And you're, you're going to get great exposure very quickly at no cost. Wow, that's a great tip. 
That is a great tip, Jane. And all of the things that you just listed there are all very powerful resources that people can tap into and and tips that people can use uh, to advance quickly with their their uh, public relations program. Now, you obviously know what you're doing in the public relations world, and you uh, understand why uh, introverts are avoiding publicity. And you have a plan and a process that will help them make that breakthrough that they need to make. So if somebody is thinking, you know, like exactly in line with what you were just saying a minute ago, yeah, I could go, you know, look up this YouTube video or do this or do that or learn how to write a headline. But I think I'd rather call Jane and let her uh, help me move forward. What, uh, how can people contact you? What should they do to, uh, to take the next step with you, Jane? Sure. Thanks for asking, Frank. So what you can do is uh, you can visit my website at publicityforintroverts.com. And I've got a free report that you can download called Proven Publicity Tips for the Spotlight Shy. I love that. That's great. (laughs) Thank you. And on the site, you can also, you'll be able to access my blog and find information about working directly with me. That's wonderful. That is fantastic. Publicity for introverts. And what was the last one? Tips for what? Oh, proven publicity tips for the spotlight shy. That is fantastic. That's fantastic. Well, all of those links will be in the show notes uh, for this episode of Radio Free Enterprise. Jane Tabachnik, I cannot thank you enough for being with us today and sharing your experience and wisdom with my listeners. Uh, I hope that even though you and I have actually never met face to face, that at some point in the future, we will have the opportunity to uh, see each other in the flesh and shake hands and uh, sit down and and have a cup of coffee and, and catch up with each other. I have no doubt about that. Thanks so much for having me. Thanks so much to Jane Tabachnik. Thank you for tuning in to Radio Free Enterprise. And until next time, I'm Frank Falker saying, I'll see you on the radio. Your seer into the dimmest of business mastery. Radio Free Enterprise with Frank Felker. What are you doing?